Welcome to the Owl Once Was Lost podcast. We are the companion podcast to the free phone app for Android and Apple devices. That's the Owl Once Was Lost free phone app for Android and Apple devices where we can get info on a missing person out and into the eyes and ears of people in the local vicinity that have the app uh, and all in real time, meaning possibly getting this information out within minutes of a disappearance or abduction. Please consider downloading the app and being a part of the solution. It's free. The more people that have the app, the better chance of locating a missing person. This report is provided by the storiesoftheunsolved.com, where you can find a repository of many unsolved missing person cases all at your fingertips. This is where we gather our case information for the podcast, and we can't thank them enough for allowing us to bring the information to you. You can download the app and episode at owl-oncewaslost.com and read about this and all the other missing person cases at storiesoftheunsolved.com. Please also remember that we need the simple step of hitting the five-star review. If you're listening to this now, if you could just take the second to do that or any of the other episodes, it only takes a few seconds and we would greatly appreciate it. So this is the disappearance of Sandra K. Butler. Sandra K. Butler was born on March 27, 1962 in California. When she was in her teens, her mother and her moved to Sparks, Nevada, a suburb of Reno where they lived in an apartment at 4th Street and Greenbrae Street. The complex was across from the Greenbrae Bowling Alley and Shopping Center, both of which were popular hangouts for the area's teenage population. Sandra was a student at Reed High School in Sparks. At the time of her disappearance, classes had recently let out for summer vacation. On June 26th of 1978, Sandra's mother left early for work, leaving her daughter home alone. At some point that afternoon, the teenager called their mother and asked if she could ride her bike to the Reno Rodeo at the fairgrounds across town. While the journey would require Sandra to cut through neighborhoods, the area was relatively safe, so her mother granted her permission. Sandra was last seen walking to the Greenbrae Shopping Center on her way to the rodeo. It's currently unknown why she made the detour. At the time of her disappearance, Sandra was considered a runaway, despite her family saying she would never have left home without telling anyone. And this meant local authorities did very little to find her. There were no officers canvassing the area or speaking with witnesses. This distinction also meant the case didn't receive a lot of media attention and her disappearance went largely unnoticed by the public. Eventually, the case was reclassified as a missing persons investigation. It has passed through many detectives, primarily those new to the Sparks Police Department. So little evidence, finding credible leads has proved to be very difficult. Sandra's DNA and dentals have been uploaded to national databases. So there are some theories. The first is uh, the primary theory in the case, which is Sandra was a victim of serial killers Charlene and Gerald Gallego. The pair were known for kidnapping, sexually assaulting, and murdering teenage girls in California, Nevada, and Oregon, and were active around the time of Sandra's disappearance. They are said to have been near the Reno Rodeo on June 26, 1978. 
They have 10 known victims, including Brenda, Judd, and Sandra Colley, who both went missing from the Sparks Fairgrounds on June 24, 1979, a year after Sandra went missing. The pair were eventually arrested and in 1983 were convicted of kidnapping and murder. Gerald was sentenced to death in California and died in prison of rectal cancer in 2002. Charlene testified against her husband in exchange for a reduced sentence, and she was released from a Nevada prison in 1997 and relocated to California under a new name. Investigators with the Sparks Police Department have been unable to interview Charlene about Sanders' disappearance, but have said they continue to pursue leads in the case. Sandra is also believed to have been the possible victim of another serial killer, Royal Russell Long. Long, a part-time carnival worker and long-haul truck driver, was convicted in the disappearance of 12-year-old Sharon Baldeagle in the kidnapping of her friend Sandy Brokenleg in September 1984 and is a suspect in the disappearances of Cinda Pallet and Charlotte Kinsey, among others. Many of his presumed victims went missing from the fairgrounds, leading some to theorize he may have been involved in Sandra's disappearance. A Web Sleuths user has put forward the theory that Sandra could be a Jane Doe who died after being hit by a tractor-trailer in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The deceased, who went by the name Donna, shares similarities to Sandra, including her height, weight, and hair and eye color. Detectives believe she may have had family in Nevada and has thought she'd hitchhiked across the country with stops in Oklahoma City, Contillo, Texas, and West Monroe, Louisiana. The only difference online sleuths have been able to come up with regarding the pair is that the age estimate for Jane Doe doesn't match Sandra's. It's currently unknown if the possible connection has been investigated by the Sparks Police Department. Sandra Sandy K. Butler went missing from Sparks, Washoe County, Nevada on June 26, 1978. She was 16 years old and what she was last wearing is currently unknown. At the time of her disappearance, she stood between 5 foot and 5 foot 1 and weighed 110 pounds. She had blonde to light brown hair and brown eyes and had a freckled appearance. Her ears are pierced, and both her second toes are much longer than her big toes. Her middle name is spelled K by some investigating agencies. Currently, the case is classified as endangered missing, and if alive, she would be 59 years old. Those with information regarding the case are asked to contact the Sparks Police Department at 775-353-2231. This would have been a perfect case, folks, for the OWL Once Was Lost phone app uh, to be used in a case like this in order to um, you know, help with the... Uh, missing reports, and uh, especially when the police didn't want to classify it as missing, endangered uh, right away because they thought that she might have been a runaway. So with the uh, with the application, somebody could have uploaded her and we could have gotten the information out to everybody in the area, you know, po- you know, possibly within minutes of the upload. So that'll do it for this episode. We'll uh, see you on the next.